coming at you from Merrimack, New Hampshire. I'm Brendan. And I'm Mike, co-founder of Able Ebenezer Brewing Company. Each week, we have a beer and a good time keeping the discussion on the lighter side. This is the Stimulus Podcast. Hey, welcome to the Stimulus Podcast. I'm Brendan. With me, as always, is Mike. And we're joined by Miss New Hampshire, USA, Alyssa Fernandez. Little fact about it is Alyssa and I went to high school together. She helped me pass Spanish, sort of. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little tidbit for you, but we are so excited to have you on the podcast. I've been wanting to have you on for a while. Just, you know, the stars didn't align, but thanks for coming on today. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. So uh, Mike's going to start us off with uh, a little segment we do. Yeah, so Alyssa, I didn't go to high school with you, so I don't know you very well, but uh, we like to start people off with a would you rather. Okay, perfect. So would you rather have a huge imagination or a photographic memory? Oh, God. I feel like I have a pretty good memory. I could take photos on my iPhone, so oh, I'd rather have it. a good imagination. Let's <laughs> see, going there. She's like, I'm done with taking tests, so I don't need to like take right? pictures exactly. of my textbooks with my yeah. eyes, you yeah. know? Maybe if we were still in Spanish, yeah. then I would be like photographic memory. <laughs> yeah, I think I took, you know, three years of Spanish and, uh-huh. you know, barely passed Spanish one. I think in college, they were like, you actually have to take a language because we don't think you actually finished one in oh high my school, god so. yeah so i ended up taking german i was like all right spanish is just not my thing so oh my god well the bad part is i grew up in southern california mm-hmm. so it's like i should know spanish yeah you know it'd be a lot a lot more useful than sometimes german. it's hard in a class setting i think like when it's like formal education yeah. because i took a few spanish classes in high school and i feel like i learned more Spanish and was able to practice more Spanish just going to school in South Florida, like in the Miami area, and then kind of working after that, like just hearing people talk and hearing my friends talk and seeing it in real life. Yeah. Sometimes it's not even what the book says. Well, there's so many things that are dependent on teachers. True. You know, like I've had terrible math teachers and I Mm -hmm. thought I hated math and then I have a good math teacher and I'm like, this is the best subject ever. That's true. So I feel like language is probably the same way. Yeah. For sure. But to that point, I was a little worried about having a huge imagination because I just listened to a podcast <laughs> with Kanye West and the guy's oh absolutely God. insane. Okay, like, I don't know if that's like a, that's, he definitely has a huge imagination. I think there could be other things going on in his well, head as the, well. I think the that thing, could be mixed with other things. I just, I, I'm, all I'm worried about is like they have this recount going on and I'm just worried that they're going to find more votes for Kanye. Oh my God. That's the biggest fear I have right now is that <laughs> oh we're actually going to find out like Trump. <laughs> lost but it wasn't to biden it was to kanye west <laughs> oh my gosh i can't even i can't so, even imagine yeah but he can kanye <laughs> yeah kanye. of course he can yeah, but he... didn't he withdraw himself or didn't yeah, he like in his head yeah, yeah but people head. were yeah, like no <laughs> you gave us this idea we want this no so i was talking to mike though so like even with the the photographic memory too so we're we're talking about so the way memory works at least the way I perceive it is so an event happens mm-hmm. and then you go back and you have a memory of it and then you remember it again. So after the first time you remember something, all you're remembering is the memory of it happening. So over time, your memory gets contorted or, you know, twisted because mm-hmm. all you're doing is m- like having a memory of the last time you remembered it. Okay. It, it wasn't necessarily the event. So having a photographic memory in a sense would be super beneficial on the one side because you're remembering the actual event that happened. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, what if it's like a really tragic, terrible thing that happened? I don't want to remember that. I didn't think about that. I was really thinking of photographic memory in the context of like taking an exam because I feel like that's the only time we ever think about like, oh God, I wish I had a photographic memory right now. That's true. We were actually talking the other day. I did so bad on my SATs. (laughs) I am such a bad test taker. I actually, I went, I went to school. I got my MBA. How? And uh, <laughs> how? And I got the lowest possible score you can get on the math and mm. still be accepted to the school. I went to San Diego State. This is coming from a guy too. Like you don't know Mike that well, but he is super talented at just like anything he puts his mind to. It except seems for like. tests, yeah. Except <laughs> except test taking, but he just picks things up so quickly mm-hmm. that to hear he was a crappy test taker, it makes Terrible. me be like school's bullshit. Oh no. my god! So maybe we don't need. Yeah, maybe it's not the photographic memory we need. Maybe we just need to cancel all tests. 
Well, well maybe, that, maybe that's why I want the photographic memory because I want to be good at tests just because I hate the fact it beats me every time. You know, I want yeah. like the goodwill hunting. I just want to like drive down to MIT and just start writing stuff on the wall. Like, but you guys didn't know that. Just like oh drop God. the shot. Oh my God, that is a good movie actually. I never watch movies, but that is one I've seen. That's you don't like watch movies? Favorite. No, I'm, oh I'm terrible. Oh my gosh. All right. I, I, well, it's good to why... talk to you. <laughs> okay. Half the things I'm going to say are from movies. So. If you don't understand like his references, I, I don't either half the time, I'm... so it's okay. <laughs> it's try like, to reference just it. Just go with yeah. it. Or, like, just go with it. I feel like so many people do just go with it because a lot of people use movie references like in their everyday life. And I hate when people are like, you've seen it, right? And I'm like, no, yeah. I was just agreeing. And you know now what? you called me out. <laughs> I might have a photographic memory for movie lines. Like for some reason, I can just remember things that people say. Exactly. Like in so conversations. it's not your memory, it's the test that needs yeah, to go. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. It's not you, it's the test. I don't know. It does suck. Especially <laughs> like the test when it's like, it could be this answer, it could be that answer, it could be both answers. And you're just like, oh my gosh, just like, right? what is oh the answer? God. Why do I need to answer this? Or all I'm, of the above. I'm a why person. I'm like, why do I need to know this? You could write that in. Yeah. Why? Are you a good test taker? Were you a good test taker? You kind of seem like you, you had might have to been. be. I was, I was somehow a good student, but it did matter like with the teacher. And I think in high school, it's we're just so young at that age to be learning the things we learn for that many hours a day. It like blows my mind to look back on. Like yeah. I was a completely different student in college than I was in high school. And I was a completely different student in the beginning of high school than the end of college. So I think it really matters. Like the teacher matters. And I think your passion for the subject. Like I, I had a really bad experience in chemistry in high school i was like a point away from failing this class and i had a miss flores no oh, okay good no. sorry i love you miss flores she told me i should go out and be a chemist i for some reason chemistry was like my subject and she well, you work at a brewery she was right right is that chemistry i mean there is definitely yeah. chemistry, yeah. Brewing. chemistry yeah. Yeah. that's true that's the awesome the field but you know if they taught it that way i'm sure a lot more kids would be it's, interested well, that's maybe a good they point. should like yeah real life instances and like things that people are actually interested in well that's the point i i think high school is stupid because they don't teach you anything about life mm -hmm. all right i mean don't get me wrong like i mean <laughs> I, i've used algebra 2 a couple times in my life like that's great geometry i totally get it but like maybe teach me how to like do my taxes yeah or like how to write a check properly or like we never had I, I mean like home ec that's why mm -hmm. i liked home ec a lot it like taught me how to cook yeah I love cooking. that's actually a life skill that i I use and I'm good at. That's true. I still have no idea what a cosine is. No <laughs> idea. Yeah, but there's like life skills I feel like we should learn in high school Definitely. rather than these arbitrary classes that mm -hmm. like you need these to graduate. Definitely. Like, cause it, like you, so you went to school cause you're, you're a dietitian. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. So I assume you went to school and you took course specific classes yes. to get your degree. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. It wasn't like they were like, hey, you need to learn a language to be able to be a dietitian. Right. But in right? the beginning, in the beginning, like my general ed um, credits were kind of like general education. Like it was stuff like um, <laughs> oh, it was stuff what? like um, I took an acting class, actually, believe it or not. And I was like, why am I doing this acting class? Which is actually very, very hard. Acting is very hard. I, I don't think I could do it seriously ever oh absolutely because well, of the pressure I, I just want to harp on that because growing up in la mm -hmm. so many people move there and they think they're going to be actors mm -hmm. the amount of people that want to do it versus mm -hmm. like who actually has like the physical yeah skill set or like the talent yes. i mean you, if you think about like every actor that you know they're in the top 99.9 percent .9 of actors true of how I'm many that actually are out there so so you're um, not an actress no i'm not and that was very hard in that class because that class First of all, for like my final, I had to memorize, um, I forget what it's even called. What a you, monologue? Yes, a monologue. Sorry. <laughs> I'm a mind reader. <laughs> that was going to be our other would you rather question. Another yeah. one. Would you rather read minds? Like, I can already do that. So. I had to read it. a monologue, which was very hard. And like all of the beginning kind of like exercises in that class was like go around and we'd all be in a circle and it would be like act angry. And I was like, I am like embarrassed to even do this. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, you have to be vulnerable. Just get Just your like, like German and you nine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's where the imagination comes in. Yeah. That's why you, yeah. you're That's, like, I so need more I, of an imagination back, to pretend actually. like I'm angry. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was a pretty good, I think I was a pretty good student in high school. I had that bad experience with chemistry, almost like failed, but I was handing in my stuff blank, like my exams. I had no idea what was going on. And it's funny that later on in life, now I have my degrees in nutrition yeah. and so much 
of that is based on chemistry. And I was going to say, yeah. yeah I, I it was like, like chem yeah. one, chem two, organic chemistry, biochemistry, everything. And I was able to, I struggled in some, but I was able to figure it out. And I think because like I was just more mature at that age, my professors yeah. were much better. So I guess I just clicked with them. So. Well, I guess it goes back to if the subject of the chemistry is interesting, then it's interesting. Right. Yeah. It's not the subject. It's yeah. the, uh, the content of it. So True. brewing's way more fun than... Yeah. I actually, I think Mike had like the best question earlier that he brought up about um, nutrition and yeah, yeah. So obviously, there's a lot of fads, Mm -hmm. you know, going on with nutrition (laughs) and uh, yeah. I noticed um, probably within the last year, the most recent thing I've seen with with diets is uh, people doing blood samples and then getting recommended like. For example, like I'm O positive mm-hmm. and I did like a quick little test and it's mm-hmm. like, I should eat like more poultry and I should eat more of this, th- this and mm-hmm. that. Is that a gimmick or is it something to the blood type? I can't say. You can be real. It's, it's fine. It, I, can't I feel say, like this I, is a gimmick. I, I, it's a gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like everything that I use in my practice um, and that I like provide to my clients, it's always like I try. I. I do stick with like evidence-based information and I stick with the dietary guidelines and I stick with like a lot of times it's like I get clients that are all like wound up and like to a point where they've tried so many diets they're eating like the most random things ever and I'm like Mm. okay we need to get back to like five servings of fruits and vegetables per day it's like these basics so I really don't like stray that far from that it's like portion control with protein I feel like that's something we do way out of proportion so wait what does that mean portion control with protein well, you can you can overindulge in yes, protein, yes. and that's a, oh, for like sure. a yes. terrible thing. Yes, huh. that's it's like one of my. This is like one of my theories. I feel like this is where our country goes wrong so much, and like something that contributes to obesity in our country is this like overeating of protein that actually leads to fat accumulation, and people for some reason don't see it as that. They're like protein, muscle, a million grams a day, and I'm like, right. <laughs> like so, honestly, that's what I thought up until this point. Yes, so it, well, it's not. That. It's not that way. Anything that's consumed in excess is stored as fat, whether it's mm. carbs, whether Thank it's you. whether it's protein, whether it's fat, whether it's alcohol. D- alcohol is not really a nutrient, so I won't go there. But, anything... but I mean, beer's a nutrient. She <laughs> <laughs> anything... doesn't know what she's talking about. Sorry. <laughs> she's I'm, half a loaf again. Of bread. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm losing points as I continue. <laughs> right. Tear it down I'm on Twitter, guys. Tear it down. <laughs> I'm ruining our friendships. Um, but yeah, anything over 30 grams of protein at once is really not beneficial we need like 30 grams of protein at once that's the most we can use um i'm trying to like i I try to explain this like in simple terms that's the most we can use efficiently at one time Mm. so if we're gonna have more than that like if we are someone who's um lifting heavy weights or, or some like really extreme athlete our daily protein needs are higher but we just need to split it up more throughout the day so that we're never really consuming more than 30 grams maybe 40 grams that's the most that's the highest number i've seen in research is 40 grams um, but I and is feel that like, for someone who's like, like an ex, like a yeah, NFL football yeah, player, like an MMA highest, fighter or right, something, right? And that's for yeah. someone who maybe is like powerlifting or they're like a professional right. athlete or something like that. The max that there's evidence behind is about two grams per kilogram of body weight. Okay, so that's like a little math. So yeah, I mean, you lost my head. Is that but, a cosine in there? But, is that when I use that? But squared divided by no, <laughs> carry the one. The, We're gonna do a commercial uh, break yeah. and come back. Right. <laughs> All right, we got the um, math, everyone. That's right. Out, yeah, Did you learn the metric out, systems yeah. uh, speaking Spanish? Or? So, yeah, and I feel like in, in like food service in our country, it's like we have steaks, for example, that are served on a menu. We see like a 12-ounce steak, a 16-ounce steak, a this many-ounce steak. 24-ounce. 24-ounce yeah. or whatever. Maybe that's supposed to be split with two people. But No, you know. that makes you a man. That makes you a man. <laughs> yeah, come on. For, for um, let me see, for every ounce of protein or animal protein, I should say, whether that's like um, beef or turkey or whatever, is about seven grams of protein. So really what we need if we're eating meat is about four ounces at once. Oh, so when we go out to eat and get a 12 ounce steak i mean no no restaurant serves a four ounce steak unless it's like Let's a petite that, filet like, yeah exactly <laughs> and you take the rest home that's yeah. and that's gonna cost beer. like 57 dollars. Right. yeah like, oh. it's so look good though yeah we i and i feel like that is somehow misunderstood and leads to this like idea of like oh like why am i gaining weight it can't be the protein it has to be the carbs no more carbs now i'm doing keto it's like 
whatever this like never ending search for a diet so i know i didn't answer your question about blood types but that's just me on a rant (laughs) well you sort of did because you dismissed it and you're like that that's a bunch of shit mike so uh. well like i I've, i've been going through my um I go through phases of me being vegetarian and, mm-hmm. and not, or I call myself meat conscious. Sorry, I'm not. I'm not a vegetarian, but okay. I'll still eat meat because mm-hmm. it's good. Yeah, but I I like to say like I'll, in the past month or so I've eaten meat three times. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, but it's be, it's also environmental. Yeah, and more of like it's the environmental mm-hmm. effect of it. But like, I found that normally when I switch to my vegetarian diet. I gain weight. Really? But it's more so because I feel like I carb load because I'm missing that meat protein because like normally steak Mm -hmm. or chicken or something like that kind of fills me up. Whereas Mm -hmm. like when I'm eating kale and strawberries and celery and peanut butter and things Mm -hmm. like kind of things like that, I don't get as full. Mm -hmm. So then I'm like, oh, I I need to eat more bread. Yeah. Mm. And so I'm trying to find that balance though with a diet. Like, Like would you say is a vegetarian diet, is that healthy? Because I know there's some people who say, or like vegetarian is not healthy. Mm-hmm. I don't like, so I'm trying to find that balance. Too. Yeah. I always go by the client and, and I'll ask them when they come to me, I'm like, do you like eating meat? Like, does this taste good to you? They're like, oh yeah, I do. I'm like, okay, then you don't need to be vegetarian. Like if someone yeah. wants to be vegetarian and they're like, well, I really don't want to eat meat that I'm like, okay, fine, then we'll do this and we won't, right. you know, have meat. So I really leave that up to the person. I don't okay. like recommend one thing over the other, but I think what stays the same in both cases is the fruits and vegetables need need to stay the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what with a lot of my clients is something that's missing. It's like not a lot of us actually eat five servings of fruits and vegetables per day. Really? So, yeah. So I'll just like start there point blank. But it's I feel like it's people like the oh, I start my day with like um, like cottage cheese and cheese and like whatever and it's like just i see these like trends of like a diet coming through and then they tell me their whole 24 hour recall and it's like i can tell they're avoiding carbs like i can tell they're not eating certain things so i'm like we need to like get back to to the basics to here. being able to eat these yeah. other things yeah so when we, you say a serving of fruits and vegetables what is a serving like how much so is that? it varies depending on the fruit or vegetable so mm-hmm. for like but like a serving of fruit might be like a small banana or a small apple or a small orange or a half a cup of blueberries. It could be a cup of cooked broccoli, two cups of greens or spinach. Um, so, yeah, I feel like the day goes by quick. Like sometimes I don't even get five servings of fruits and vegetables. But I feel like that that hopefully when I have these conversations with clients, like relieves them. So it's not like, OK, follow this. Like you can't eat this. This is what you're avoid, avoid, avoiding everything. It's like. We need to fill your diet like back with these things that you're cutting out because you read it online. <laughs> right. Yeah. You read it on Reddit. Oh my god. Yeah. Like, oh my god. <laughs> it drives fair. me crazy. That's like that is like one of my greatest passions, I think, is like like de- demystifying all these like trends that are everywhere in the media. Like yeah. that would be like my dream job. Well, I'm really curious too, because I know uh people's allergies can change every seven mm-hmm. years. Can mm-hmm. people's diet or what they crave does that change because my whole life i was a milk and cereal person mm-hmm. and then you know for a year this is you know maybe three years ago my stomach was like you no know more. always not feeling very good but mm-hmm. i was like i've always eaten this it's yeah. definitely not that so i started mm-hmm. eliminating different things out of that yeah and i finally got to that and mm-hmm. was like that was what it is and i can't drink milk anymore yeah and even um avocados you know i grew up in california mm-hmm. and i'm like supposed to love avocados uh-huh. and i'm like I love them, but if I eat one, like I'm gonna Mm -hmm. hate myself for the next six hours. No way. Yeah. Avocado. I woke up one day and I was like, milk and avocados Mm -hmm. can't do it anymore. So, I mean, is that just a a typical thing? I think that that's like, that is typical. And I mean, I think we try and like take things like that and look too far deep into it. Like, oh, why is it like, why is that happening? And I always tell people, like, you don't always need a reason. Like, if you know that avocados like make you sick, then let's. How about we avoid avocados? And they're like, okay, all right, I think I can do that. I'm like, fantastic. <laughs> like, we don't need to go Sweet. get a blood test. We don't need to go get the hospital or their finger prick. We don't have to, whatever. Right. So, like, because people will come in with these, like, food sensitivity tests, which are sometimes, like, not even legitimate and so much that your insurance won't even reimburse you for it because it's not 
a medical condition that you're testing for, like these food sensitivity things that people take online, whatever. I had a student um, at, I, I'm a dietitian at Plymouth State, come to me with one of these things. And she's like, this is my food sensitivity test. I'm supposed to avoid all these different things. I'm having a hard time like eating in the cafeteria because she was just trying to avoid all these things. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, tomatoes. What happens if you eat tomatoes? Uh, nothing. I like tomatoes. I'm like, okay. Like, it's just like if, if these things, you enjoy them and you tolerate them well, mm -hmm. there's no problem in eating them. Ugh. Because like you come to me with this list of things you have to avoid from some illegitimate source. And it's like now you're dealing with someone who's like struggling to even eat fruits and vegetables or, or get enough calories or whatever. So it sucks you saying that because <laughs> it sucks because lately I've noticed cheese and me just don't get along. I, I love cheese. Mm -hmm. I do. I, I don't like to I don't promote that, but I like it. I truly do like cheese, but I've actually noticed it's my body has been telling me like mm -hmm. it and I've done it with different like with with a meat yeah or with other you know with kale mm -hmm. like these you know veggie bowls I'm yeah. like oh, I'll just put a little cheese in and I get an upset stomach yeah. every time so I'm like I feel like cheese is my downfall cheese is a common one for people which sucks because it's so yeah good. it is but I as do we get, like cheese I do oh, and I eat cheese <laughs> somehow I like tolerate cheese but some cheeses are are more tolerable from people for people than others because a lot of times it's the lactose in dairy okay. products and is, we stop making that enzyme as we get older is there well is there a healthier cheese because like for me like processed food mm -hmm. i try to avoid processed foods mm -hmm. or like even the the slice of craft singles mm -hmm. that i used to make my, my <laughs> grilled cheeses with you know they're, uh -huh. they're good like they put them on a burger whatever yeah, like, yeah. Is, they is seem there, fresh like yeah. is there like is like goat cheese or is there like a a, a cheese that is quote unquote healthier I feel like it's it's tough with cheese. They okay. usually require some type of like preservative. There's usually something that's common with cheese and cheese products is they're high and, and dairy products alone right. is that they're high in saturated fat. So right. I think it's hard to pinpoint exactly like what it is that could be upsetting someone versus the other. It could be the lactose. It could be that this this product is more processed than the other. It could be that this product is higher in fat. So Ugh. I just try, and that's another one we eat way out of proportion too. Like the serving Facts. size for cheese is two ounces. That's like nothing. Wait, what? Yeah. Yes, two ounces. Yeah. No one knows up for like this and morning. Cheese plate with the wife. <laughs> yes. And it's like, and it's yeah, like, I'll eat that like every time I go to the plate. Yes. Yeah. Me too. It's like, Me why too. do I feel like rap? Yeah. yeah. It's like a struggle. It's such a struggle sometimes, but I don't know. Oh, man. You're killing me. I know. I, I shouldn't. I, I need to, yeah, sorry. Like I need to talk to you about this, but this is like this should be off the recording. Yeah. No, sorry. What is else is wrong with my health? <laughs> Let me tell you all the shit wrong that I eat. No, it's hard. And, and cheese is like on everything, and it's good. But I think it's just based on like your personal tolerance because everyone's different, and and we don't have enough, I think, to kind of research every person's like microbiome and and what enzymes they lack or make more of or whatnot. So. Right. It's just well, an experiment. Now that we're on the subject of debunking myths, uh -huh. yeah. so Miss New Hampshire. Yeah. Hey, hey. All I know about pageants is, you know, toddlers and tiaras and the movie Miss Congeniality. Oh, I know Miss you don't watch movies, but I've like, never that's seen all that I know. movie. Are you kidding what? me? I thought it was like a get out no. right now. I thought that was required for everyone to watch if you're in Miss USA. This is bullshit right now. Wait. Wait, does the Miss USA competition have a Miss Congeniality? Yeah. That's an Did award? No, I didn't. Oh, what? that's, yeah, rigged, fake news. Rigged. No, sadness. Miss Washington won, though. Okay. She's popping. She's yeah. really cool. Yeah, she deserved it. Well, that's good. Yeah. Hey, and also, like, disclosure for everyone who's listening out there, Alyssa is <laughs> as beautiful or more beautiful in person than she is in her pictures. So that myth about, like, all these women are getting photoshopped to shit. So so for all you listening, <laughs> oh it is true. They, they, they do have a beauty to them as well. So, <laughs> sorry, all you myth busters out there <laughs> to burst your bubbles. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> we had to put that full disclosure in. I'm actually, like, a virtual illusion right now. Yeah. Not a real human. Just like a what do you call that? That yeah, you're a hologram. Yes, a hologram. Yeah, yes, you're a hologram. hologram. Thank you. That's fair. Well, it's weird that her phone has been out this whole time and it has this little projection of light. I'm, I haven't been questioning it, but this is a projector right here. I, I well, how did how did you get into Miss New Hampshire? I know you were Miss Teen New Hampshire, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, I was I Miss Merrimack. Yeah. 
Yeah, Miss Merrimax, yeah. outstanding teen. Yeah, but how did how did you get started into it? Yeah, it wasn't well, acting. We know that. Yeah, no, so. no, <laughs> it wasn't test taking. Yeah, it was nothing with me talking. It was dancing actually, and my dance teacher. I I grew up dancing here in town at the Belinda Bridgman Academy of Dance, which is actually like right across the street from here, and she. Is the woman Belinda is the woman who owns it. Belinda Bridgman owns it and she always has and she's always been the teacher there. And she was a former Miss New Hampshire USA in the USA system. She was Miss New Hampshire in the America system. She was a Patriots cheerleader. She was all that and a bag of chips. Is that your next gig? Oh my God. I wish. I don't even know what's going on with the Pats cheerleaders right now. But what was like the was it like here here's a headshot mm-hmm. of me or like <laughs> No, I don't like no, I, don't I know, know. I, know. I have okay. I have no clue. Like I'm like just you're just mm-hmm. like, hey, here I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, like, does someone like find you? So or? she she encouraged me to try my first pageant when I was like a teenager. She was like, Oh, why not? Like might as well do it. In the America system they have talent. So I we always kind of saw it as like, Oh, you can go and it's a great opportunity for you to dance and whatever. And I was like, Yeah, I'll do it. So I did some teen pageants, just some local ones, and those would be preliminary for Miss New Hampshire's Outstanding Teen, and then that teen would go to Miss America's Outstanding Teen. So I did my first one, I think, when I was like 13, and I was still at my awkward stage, and I still had a gap in my teeth, and I still had like what wanted to be side bangs, but they weren't, like didn't know how to do makeup. My eyebrows were like this. Like I, I just, <laughs> I was struggling. <laughs> Lots of stuff. Honey, you're sorry. good at dancing. That's it. <laughs> They're like, okay, 10 out of 10 in that category, negative 10 out of 10. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I was cute. I was, I was, I needed that. Like she was like, just go out there and do it and try it, whatever. I tried it. I, I don't know. I just wasn't my best self yet. I, I It was my first time. And then years later, when I was like a junior in high school, I did another one. Um, and that time I was I was Miss Merrimack's Outstanding yep. Teen. And then I went to the state pageant and I was the runner up at Miss New Hampshire's Outstanding Teen. So I almost made it to Miss America's Outstanding Teen, but I didn't. And then I went to college for a million years and kind of got out of it because yep. I was so focused on my job. And then when I moved back to New Hampshire from Florida, I was like, I want to do something for myself but I also want to give back I was like I don't just want to get old here like I need to like do something for myself so (laughs) I knew I wanted to do that and I just like signed up a month before and showed up and I was like here I am I mean it always helps that you're photogenic (laughs) (laughs) yeah I don't know where the headshots come from I that was like it it just like came together because I signed up so late it was like Someone at Belinda's, well, her daughter is friends with a makeup artist who was doing headshots someday at her studio. And she was like, you can come by if you can get here in like 30 minutes. And I was like, I'm running my headshot. (laughs) It it just like all came together somehow. Wait, so what kind of responsibilities do you have as Miss New Hampshire? Well, it varies. But the the most important responsibility is that you show up at Miss USA. (laughs) Like you need a sign here that you're going to go and represent New Hampshire. So I'm like, okay. Of course, of oh, fine. I yeah. Will. <laughs> How was that, by the way? That just recently it happened. Good. It, it was good. It was in really Graceland. Fun. Yes, yes. In Tennessee. I did, you did your research. I did my I research. That. Elvis Presley's. Yeah. The state. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was really cool. It was a once in a lifetime experience. Um, I had seen like about it because they'll televise the pageant every year. And then they'll also have like commercials of the girls like going around the city that they're visiting and doing all these different things. So this year was a little different. Um, we did do a couple things um, in the city of Memphis, like offsite from the hotel, but we did have to be like socially distant and whatnot. And the, the trip anyway was much shorter. Like usually we'd be there for like three weeks or something like that. Um, and this time it was a week and we couldn't really like mingle with each other as much as they did in the past, but it was still fun. It was very fun. I think it's just like, it's, it's such a cool thing too, because it's, it's a very vulnerable mm-hmm. environment and a very big like, confidence yeah uh booster mm-hmm. i want like i would imagine at least because you're on stage yeah in front of the world mm-hmm. i mean anyone can tune in and, and watch this is mm-hmm. it like nerve-wracking like as nerve-wracking being on like a podcast as you know prominent <laughs> as ours like i understand like you don't have to answer yes. like but is it like do, it, are there butterflies in that stomach that Definitely. you're like oh man like i'm about to go out on stage and definitely present myself to yes the world. yeah i think there's certain things that you have to do like in that moment to like hype yourself up and like prepare yourself for the moments you step on stage but i think what's really comforting um in those times and like and, and there's a difference i think than being on stage and in, in doing swimsuit walking in swimsuit and walking in evening gown versus like a private interview with the judges it's like a different type of nervous it's like this is my moment to 
I mean, walking is hard, like walking well with style and, you know, working whatever you're wearing that that's challenging alone and heels on a stage like it's all brand new. Um, So I think at Miss USA, I was less nervous for that, for walking on stage and stuff. And I feel like it's comforting because we did so many rehearsals and all of the other girls are there going through the same thing. So it's like a lot of support actually from the people that you're competing with, which is interesting. That's awesome. I think a lot of people don't like realize that, but I think that's the only, one of the only things that like helps us each get through it is we're like, oh my God, thank God. Like New Hampshire, I need you here right now. Like, oh my God, Washington. (laughs) She's great. Like there's different girls you like connect with. We actually had a ultra marathon runner on Mm -hmm. and he said the same thing about the community that everyone is just very involved just because everyone's in the same boat that they're doing something really hard. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that I was, I always think about this in like the context of the swimsuit competition of like, okay, why is that like, why is that something that doesn't bother me? And I think that it's like this confidence that I've developed over time and like comfort with myself that makes me not really care when anyone else thinks. I think if I were to go on stage in a swimsuit when I was a senior in high school or a freshman in college or or basically any other age than than what I am now and someone who's so like comfortable with my body, I'm comfortable with what I eat, I'm not going on a diet, this is how my body looks, I like my body curvy and I'm not going to sacrifice anything for that and just being so like feeling so strongly about how I feel about myself makes that whole portion of the competition easier. Because I was thinking to myself, like if I did that so many years ago when I wasn't there with how I felt about myself, I think that would have been like completely nerve wracking for me. Where do you think that confidence comes from? Is it something that had to be developed? Because yeah. like you said, you're the awkward 13 yeah. year old trying to dance. Yeah, oh, she was. So. Definitely. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I glowed up, okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm just <laughs> No, but it's true. I was telling my boyfriend that. I'm like, how did I never know? I like never knew what I was doing. I think every woman who can like hear this podcast right now can relate. Like you, you go through a personal evolution. I think men can relate too. And you just look back at yourself and you're like, God. So, so what was you, it for you? Great, yeah. I think... Um, I think for me, it was just like growth, personal growth over time. And I think I really struggled with like what I looked like in in my body alone for so many years. Like even when I was studying nutrition in school and I was getting a master's degree in nutrition, like that entire time throughout when I was supposed to be this like expert in this field, like I wasn't embodying that in myself. Like I was my own worst critic. Maybe that came from dancing. Like I just... I don't know. I wasn't there. I wasn't supporting myself the way that I am now. Mm. So I think that makes a huge difference. So I also was yeah. doing a little bit of research on pageants because, mm-hmm. you know, I had no idea. And I heard that uh, Miss America got rid of the swimsuit competition. They did. So do you feel negatively about that? Do you think that was the wrong decision or um, is it I just think, a different type of competition? I think it's just like a different competition. They like rebranded their organization, I think, as Miss America... 2.0 and mm. so they kind of changed a few different things about that competition so there is no longer swimsuit i don't even think there's still evening wear they have um really yeah what? i think i think they have an opportunity to wear their evening gown at some point but it doesn't necessarily have to be an evening gown i'm not really sure i can't say but they also have um some type of like pitch that they have to do it seems like it's like a ted talk or interview or something like that so i think it's just you know, it changed and I, I don't know, I can't say anything about it. I, maybe I would participate in the America organization still. I just aged out of it. So I'm too old. Oh, come <laughs> on. You're too, so, what are you like 24, 25? I'm 26. Stop, I think, I'm I think, old as shit. <laughs> you, you don't even, don't, what? I think the age oh, limit no. is 24 for oh, Miss okay. America. So what about for America. Miss USA? Uh, 28, actually. So you got a couple so more years of competing? You could be an old, an old woman. Well, what, now that I went to Miss USA, that's it. You can't do it anymore? No, you, you only can't get do it one again? chance. Really? Oh, wait, if you win though you can right Mm-mm. no no if you win miss usa then you would go to miss universe and if oh, you okay if you win miss universe you're so you get one opportunity yeah. one Wait, chance miss universe compete with miss universe doesn't compete from... with nobody oh my bad She's... Yeah. <laughs> no, that's no, a... miss, miss, the miss universe competition includes a representative from from all the countries oh, so okay. that's pretty cool that's like one of the big differences between the america organization and the usa is that Miss America is a national competition and just happens here in America. And the Miss USA 
representative would go on to Miss Universe and compete with the other countries. So it's an international pageant. Does anyone do Miss USA and Miss America? Or do you have to pick a path? Yeah. No, there's actually a lot of girls who do. There's a lot of girls who switch over. So I could... Well, not really. I won't use myself as an example because I'm old. Um, oh, but there is... my God. Stop. <laughs> She's 26, right it's like, everyone. It's like, I love how Miss America got rid of the uh, the swimsuit thing, but not the age requirement. I'm like, maybe you guys should have done the age requirement <laughs> first. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. I guess, well, that's a good conversation to have. We should, but first I'll answer the question. I need to not get out of myself. No, okay. 25, no good. Get her out of here. <laughs> get her out. New MTV She's host. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, She's that's... not worth it anymore. <laughs> But the Miss, the girl who is Miss Georgia USA at Miss USA this year, just like on Miss New Hampshire USA, was a former Miss Georgia America, and she competed at Miss America. So you could do both, but I just can't go back to New Hampshire again, and I can't go back to America. So now That's I have fair. to do Miss Senior Citizen or something. How long do you have the crown for? <laughs> until until February, supposed That's to be it? December, but it's uh, yeah. Well, it's oh, been no. all, it's getting up on a year. Yeah, but this is like 2020. This year doesn't count. Yeah, yeah. you should get another well, year. Well, that's Redo. the Miss America pageant system pushed it pushed their national pageant out yeah. till 2021, and they had their title holders keep it for another year. Um, but I don't know. We got it's showbiz, baby. <laughs> got hosed. Like, I don't like the next this. one in line. I'm write a letter to like, someone. Next. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like this at all. But I have it till February. But for now, we'll see if they postpone the pageant again with COVID. We'll see. All right. So you've been sitting here listening to us kind of drill you with some questions. Mm-hmm. Is there any questions you'd like to ask Mike or I? And like I always tell our guests, mm-hmm. Mike loves being put on the spot. Okay. He loves quite like if you if you don't know Mike, <laughs> you know that he loves being put on the spot and he loves answering random questions. He has no idea are coming towards him. So do you have any questions yes, for us? Yes, I do. I actually want to just... I, I, so oh, oh now I'm worried. Don't get like, nervous. No one's ever been like so confident. Like, I know. Yeah, she's I, she's I like, actually, I've been waiting all, all well, podcasts. Well, I feel like I want to I want to continue on the topic of like the swimsuit competition or not the swimsuit competition mm. from a perspective, I guess, from a male. Because I think from the perspective of a female, we see, or at least I see it as like the swimsuit competition to me is like, I guess I'm like indifferent. But when I have the opportunity to do it, it's not objectifying me at all. Like I can still be this woman that I am if I'm wearing a swimsuit or if I'm wearing an evening gown or whatever I'm wearing. So why not? But I guess from like you guys' perspective, if you. All right. So I'm gonna take that real quick. <laughs> I'll take the mic real quick, and I'm gonna th- and I'm actually gonna twist it in a different mm-hmm. way, just for my empowerment of women and the way it is. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's right, mm-hmm. in my opinion, that. Instagram and Facebook censors women who put a topless photo, but not men. So, wow. all right. So, in my opinion, mm-hmm. if you're gonna allow men to show nipple, why why is it so objectified that a woman can't? It's, it's like, all right, so a woman can't post a topless photo, and I get it. Maybe they don't want to promote um, the promiscuous. Like, if you have a whatever mm-hmm. an OnlyFans or a you're a porn mm-hmm. star or something yeah. that you're gaining traction for another site, sure. Mm-hmm. But what if it's just like an innocent picture? You're at a nude beach or something and you're hanging out with your friends mm-hmm. and they all put up a picture and the only things that are censored are the women. I find that to be a little offensive. Wow. Me personally. Mm-hmm. And I and I think it's weird because mm-hmm. I'm about equality. And I, I mean, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe yeah. it is like, you know, maybe men's nipples are less mm-hmm. offensive than women's mm-hmm. for some reason. But... That's the same with like w- the the swimsuit competition. It's mm-hmm. like I guess if there's pervy weird people watching it and you want to like tune out that audience, sure. Like yeah, take it away because that's not the point of it. Right. I don't think that's the point. You're mm-hmm. like trying to make uh like if you're trying to just make women sexual, mm-hmm. then sure. Like all right, that yeah, that's that's wrong. Mm-hmm. But if it's just a genuine like all right, this is a body competition. He, like right. here we are. Mm-hmm. You know what what's wrong with that? Yeah. No, I agree. I think it has to do with like, what does that actually represent? Like, it's right. not a competition of that actually is supposed to represent like health and wellness. Beauty and, fitness, and all that. But that can, I guess that can always be like, that can be different too, because a girl who looks healthy and fit on the outside, like who knows what's going on. The so many months that led up to this, what diet she's on. Mm-hmm. True. Anyway. Well, a lot of that's cultural <laughs> because I think like you said to your point, mm-hmm. uh, I think that's, I don't know. It seems like a u- uniquely American thing. Yeah. You know, if you go to Europe, no one cares. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, right. you know, it, it's kind of that's th- 
stigma of Americans where we're very um, Puritan on yeah. the outside, but you know, like if you get someone alone, like no one really cares. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like an odd oh, uh, projection that yeah. you know the culture has. Yeah. But uh, you know, to your point though, you know, if it's meant to be overtly sexual, then you can understand. But absolutely, you yeah. know. But I see. No, I agree with that. Well, like for me, just saying that how comfortable mm-hmm. you were makes me more comfortable with it because right. like for me as a guy, I feel like if you have to censor something because the guy can't handle it and the girl is fine with it, yeah, then that's a guy problem. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? That's it's what it's kind of that attitude of like, that's true. Well, she was asking for it, which is yeah. the most horrendous attitude I've yeah. ever heard from Absolutely. anyone. It's just, it's just. I agree. I love that. Yeah. Next question. what happens when too many guys are in power too long. I know, for real, there you though. Go. I love seeing there that. There you go. Though. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, exci- I'm actually excited to have a uh, woman vice president. Here we go. Absolutely. Um, change the culture a little bit. So just makes sense. It feels bright. It does. It's, it's almost <laughs> yes. like, why Why didn't we have this before? I'm pretty like, sure New yeah. Hampshire actually was the first state that had two women senators and a um, governor at the same time. Yeah, actually, like Shaheen, yes. Hassan, and I'm yeah, uh, off the top. Maggie Hassan. She actually yeah. gave a speech when we first opened the brewery. I love yeah, that. Yeah, she came down. So. I love that. I do. I feel like it is like it shouldn't be so abnormal. Like we we celebrate it like that's this huge accomplishment, which it is. But we shouldn't have to celebrate like these extraordinary moments when they should just be ordinary moments of women doing whatever they want. But I feel like that happens a lot of things being like written a certain way, and like we. Well, we've established equality, but have we established equality in actually? Like, I don't know. Or is it just written on a paper? <laughs> right. It sounds good. Yeah, yeah. It's a good sound. Yeah. Bite. Like, right. oh, that sounds good. But like the, in the same thing with equality for other things and, and racism and things like that. It's like, OK, so we've written. So we've ended slavery, but or we've ended or we've we've desegregated things. But like, have we actually held ourselves accountable to that as a society? So love to see it. Do you have any more questions? Or yeah. man, that, that one went deep. Right. I like yeah. that. Like, That's yeah, a good question. Yeah. Okay, good, good for that. Okay. Like, Damn, I mean, I have a philosophical uh-huh. question oh whenever you're ready. But I'm scared. Yeah, you can. Wait, you I can had keep I had a question earlier. Yeah. Okay, so how did this uh, brewery come to be? Ooh. Because I only know it as Brendan. <laughs> wow. Hey, there you go. That's good. He's doing but, his job right. But though. that's pretty cool because I've heard that out there. Like the only reason I know about it was because you. And I'm like, shut up. Yeah, the brewery came to be. Uh, I met my business partner, Carl, in the army. Mm-hmm. And I'm originally from California. Carl's from Maryland. And Shout out to Maryland. Me and him were born in the same hospital. That's right. It's oh, small my God. World. Are you guys friends? Me, me Did you hang Carl? out? No, him and Carl. <laughs> me yeah. and Carl, the other the other owner, were, we were born in the same hospital. Oh nine God. years apart. But Oh, okay. Yeah. I wish it's we were friends growing up. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. But... Um, so when Carl got out of the army, he got a job in biotech in Cambridge mm-hmm. and he liked New Hampshire. So he bought a house out here. Mm-hmm. And when I got out, I went to grad school at San Diego State and San Diego is a very big beer hub. So I got into the beer scene mm-hmm. and um, actually through a mutual friend, I was looking for a job in biotech because San Diego also has a big biotech hub. Mm-hmm. And I was really just, you know, asking for a foot in the door, you know, can you get me an interview or something like that? And uh, long story short, they're basically just like, well, you know, we're thinking about starting a brewery in New Hampshire, mm-hmm. you know, and I really wanted to do that, but it's really hard to find someone to start a business with. Mm-hmm. And it was a quick process. I came out to visit and I was like, yeah, let's do it. You know, it would, you know, eventually you just get the, yeah, let's go for it. You know, I don't want a safe job. Let's, yeah. let's try it out. Oh my so, God. Good you know, and you at the time I wasn't married, you know, I don't have mm-hmm. any kids. It's just, it's, you know, if you're going to do something like that, yeah. that's the time to do it. So. That's cool. So how long has Abel been here? Uh, it'll be seven years really? in June. Yeah. Wow. Yep. So, and <laughs> this is the only location? This is it. Okay. Yep. I love that. Okay. I had other questions. And so you live in New Hampshire now? Uh, so I live in Lowell, but yeah, I moved okay. to New Hampshire. I lived here for six years and then just moved down there because... Uh, I actually got married. Mm-hmm. My wife is from California mm-hmm. or Oregon originally, mm-hmm. but um, convinced her to move out here. And so she got a job in Western Mass. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of split the difference commute wise. Oh, yeah. Of course, nice. as soon as we did that, then the shutdown happened and, yeah. and it didn't matter anyway. Mm-hmm. So I would but. tell her to try out for Miss USA, but I, I guess she's too old. So how dare you? <laughs> I'm such... How dare you? <laughs> no, I'm just... 
she's gosh. amazing. Really? Caitlin is like the coolest fucking person in the world. Oh my yeah, god. She's the best. Yeah, she's the bee's knees. And she's from you said she's from Oregon. She grew up in Oregon yeah. and then lived in San Francisco for nine years. And that's where you met her? I love stories of how people met. Do you feel comfortable with that? Of course. Uh, oh, this life. is actually a juicy story too. Don't get him started. Oh my god, on I love this. juice. This is yeah. a super juicy story. So my wife's name is Caitlin, mm-hmm. and Caitlin's sister Devin mm-hmm. married one of my best friends growing up, and so right. I actually flew back. It was my first vacation from running a business because when you start a business, you're working seven mm-hmm. days a week. Yeah, no vacations. And it was two years after I moved here. Mm-hmm. It was my first like real vacation. I went back for my buddy's wedding mm-hmm. for the Fourth of July, and uh, she was obviously her sister's bridesmaid. Wait, what year is? This? I was a groomsman, 2015. Okay. Yep. Okay. So, and uh, sorry. I'm no, excited. Look at how happy he is telling this story. <laughs> yeah. though. Look at it's, how happy I am listening to this. Yeah. So, uh, met her at the wedding, mm-hmm. and we started doing the long distance thing. Oh my god. Yeah. So this whole Zoom thing with. Uh, you know, COVID and you can't travel. It's mm-hmm. like, we have this down pat. That's why yeah. he's so good at technology. Absolutely. <laughs> but we did long distance for three years. Wow. Yeah. So it let me be a workaholic and do everything here. And yeah. then I'd come home and then, mm-hmm. um, you know, we'd just FaceTime. Yeah. But, you know, that's how you know you like someone, oh. right? If you like talking to them. Yeah. You know, good for it, you guys. Well, so many things going back to the physicality. It's, yeah. you know, if you're seeing someone every day, you can kind of, let things slide. Yeah. But if you're just talking to someone, you mm-hmm. know, over a Zoom call, yeah. I mean, you really figure out if you like someone or not. Yeah. Yeah. So, definitely. Yeah. Oh, that's so, so we'd special. see each other about every six weeks, mm-hmm. you know, for a weekend. Yeah. Like one would fly here, fly there. Mm-hmm. We actually got really good at meeting in the middle. Like we went to Jackson Hole. Oh, and, my God. You know, just different trips like that. Yeah. Of, you know, it, since we're traveling, might as well mm-hmm. go see places we want to mm-hmm. see. So. And now you guys are married? Yeah. So we. Yeah, we got married uh, last year in Italy before oh everything God. happened. So we got super lucky. Oh, oh, yeah, trip by of the a way, lifetime. Yeah, they're. Uh, Mad- sorry, Madolfi? What is it? Amalfi. Amalfi? Yeah, the Amalfi. Madolfi. Yeah. Madolfi. Amalfi. <laughs> sorry, I knew it was something like that. Yeah. No, th- Adolfi Lundgren. They have this wedding video it. of like this drone <gasps> footage, and you want to cry just watching it. I'm yeah. like, God damn it, you guys are so beautiful. I was thinking about like the footage from like all their trips. Oh. Like Jackson Hole footage and then like footage from their other meetup trip. Yeah, it's great. I was just envisioning Follow me on Facebook. <laughs> relationship. <laughs> no, no, they're it, like a, it was a trip. Made in heaven. It was a trip of a lifetime. And yeah. uh Caitlin, she likes to travel a lot. Mm-hmm. And she she's awesome. She's one of these girls where she she realizes that you have to make time for yourself. Yeah. You know, she once quit her job. And being like, I want to travel around the world for six months. And they're like, well, we can't guarantee your job. And it's like, that's fine. Thank like, you. It's just something I need to do. <laughs> yeah. So, they're, you know, I'm drawn to people like that. Yeah. who are just kind of like, well, I'm going to go do this. Yeah. And, you know, I'll see you later. Good so, for her. Yeah. So. Oh, I like her already. She sounds cool. Yeah. She's the best. You would love her. She's like the girl, though, too, who just gets along with everyone. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like a quick, like a quick snippet. Mike, Mike, Caitlin, Kimmy, and I, mm-hmm. you know, we all went to a concert one time and it was, it was a funny concert. We, you know, we all were drinking, <laughs> but I remember the, like the songs were playing and Mike and Kimmy are more of the reserved ones. And yeah. me and Caitlin are more of the outgoing, just jump on stage, oh like let's party type people. <laughs> and I remember Caitlin's like, I want to dance. And I'm like, I want to dance. And Mike and Kimmy look at each other and they're just like, all right, we're going to stand here. Like, you don't care if they dance with each other? Okay, cool. So, and Caitlin and I broke it down on this dance oh floor God. for like an hour. And we went back over like, you guys good? All right, we're going back out. <laughs> and like, that. But it's like, she is just like the life of the party, mm-hmm. but also like the level-headed person. Like, yeah. hey, like, let's make sure everything's in order too. Yeah. Oh, I love that. She that's is so the, admirable. Yeah, bees knees. Yeah. I feel like that's like the new thing to try to establish, I think, is this like, knowing of what you want and what makes you Mm -hmm. happy and like being able to prioritize yourself is like something that not a lot of people know how to do or or have the courage to do so i think that's nice and i think the attitude of your significant other doesn't have to be everything in your life yes you know it's like they don't have to be your best friend Mm -hmm. and your dance partner and you know braid your hair and watch the same shows it's like you can have friends for that and you can have people Mm -hmm. like brendan likes to dance it's like yeah "Yeah, go dance with brendan i don't care like you know i'm I'm not good at it he's got long hair go braid his hair and dance with him and that's cool yeah so 
or even you guys being long distance like I admire that because it's like you guys were obviously doing your own things I mean you still making time for each other but like you weren't just like making yourself all about each other and I think that's important in a relationship and I think it's hard to do right um sometimes so yeah and you don't feel trapped you know lots of times in a relationship you're like i don't know if i like this but i feel obligated so i have to kind of go through the motions i don't like that model of like clinginess right i thought i did i but i think i just like liked attention yeah you know what i mean yeah Yeah, and sometimes it's yeah like you said it's almost like this ego thing of you know this person really likes me and that makes me feel good Mm -hmm. but i don't know if i actually like them yeah it's yeah so yeah long distance is good for that so yeah i love that so, Alyssa, we, we like to give everyone the same question at the end. Oh, God. So, if you can give yourself, if you can go back in time and give yourself a one-sentence piece of advice, what age would you go back to, and what, what piece of advice would you give? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I think I would go back to me being a freshman in high school, and I would say, you're beautiful. That's what I would say to myself. Man, do I need to give an explanation? Absolutely no. Okay. not. No, <laughs> you've already explained everything. That's, that's true. I feel like I didn't yeah. believe that at that age, and I was just letting people take advantage of me. Yeah. So I feel like you know I I wouldn't tell myself I was beautiful, but I think everyone you know, especially at that time in their life, yeah, you know, there there's some you know you're lacking confidence, yeah. and you don't really know that yeah. you know what you have to offer as far as you know anything. So I think mm-hmm. just God. Yeah. Letting yourself know. My dad's advice was like, hey, Brennan, don't get fat. And I was like, <laughs> what? And he goes, no, 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 just like it's hard to lose weight once you're fat. And I was like, thanks, dad. Thank you. <laughs> I wish I heard that. You're beautiful, not don't get fat. <laughs> no, I needed your beautiful. Yeah. Th- wow. I, I'm just like, I'm so happy you came on today. Me too. This has been a freaking blast. Is there anything you want to plug while you're here? Like, is there a mm. website you're on or you come visit well, me? Well, actually, yeah, you know what we can plug. So now that Miss USA is over and Miss New Hampshire USA is coming up in February, hopefully we can like plug that. Like yeah. girls, girls need to come out. It's a good experience. Um, anyone can do it. So, so they should come do it. Yeah. Sign up for Miss New Hampshire USA, 18 through 28 years old and there's also miss new hampshire teen usa uh i can't quote the night the uh ages on that i can't remember something i don't know <laughs> so yeah that's my plug <laughs> well we really appreciate you coming on thank you for yeah. having me yes yeah, it's fun everyone can find us at stimuluspodcast.co and we'll promote your stuff thank and you so great to have you on thank you very much yeah Alyssa, it's always great seeing you <laughs> I, we've, we've known each other long enough glad you didn't bring up any of my dirty dark yeah. secrets to my boss today <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah like it, it's been such a pleasure on that note uh you know i'm miss new hampshire i mean i'm brendan <laughs> <laughs> and i'm mike and i'm Alyssa fernandez miss new hampshire usa 2020 and this is the stimulus podcast